What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome to episode numero uno of this podcast is delicioso. Not delicioso. We're not trying to uh, culturally appropriate uh, Spanish culture. This podcast is delicious. That is what this podcast is called now. Have you guys heard of rebranding? We have rebranded. And a lot of you are like, good. You got rid of Marco Timpano. No. no. This is Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano is right there. He can't. He's like a fungus. Once it attaches... Uh, to its host, you can't. You can't uh, I'm just looking for a place to jump in here. Yeah, like, uh, for sure, for sure. I'm definitely a fungus. If you're looking at any of the food categories, Fun I think guy. I would mold and fungus. Um, but yeah, we've rebranded. We're now, this podcast is delicious. Formally eat and drink. You'll find our old episodes, Eat and Drink. You'll hear us call it Eat and Drink, but we've rebranded to This Podcast is Delicious. May I ask you questions on behalf of the uh, the public, the, the, the public at large? Marco, why the rebrand? Okay, first I'm going to ask you to stop screaming because you're oh, going to peak. So it's, it like... so, the public is excited. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing the public. I'm doing the public. Okay, several reasons, but the most important reason is... There's another podcast that uses eat and drink, and it's a Jesus podcast. And it's a really kind of very, very, you know, conservative uh, Christian kind of um, almost almost you can't do this. You can't do this kind of so exactly like us. Exactly <laughs> like us. Right. You were like, you can't drink your coffee like this. And I was like, you can't make hot sauce like this. So right. they were we were just too similar. And, we but, and they were talking Jesus about relentlessly. They were talking about the blood and body of Christ. Yes. And if you want to spice it up or do it in a certain way. Right. And so there was this confusion that was happening with people. And so I think a lot of listeners who wanted to hear us talk about food and drink, were listening to Jesus talk and people who wanted to hear Jesus were hearing F-bombs and gazpacho talk. So, you know, <laughs> we've made it clear we're, we're better. We're better as this, uh, this podcast is delicious. I think it really, it suits us. It, uh, it 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 aligns well with our enthusiasm and the way we speak. Uh, it's also TPID, tepid, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say tepid uh, because tepid sounds like tepid, and the word tepid, uh, if you know Marco, is uh, is another word for lukewarm, and we're not. That's not who we are. I don't know what tepid is. What's tepid? Is TPID? This podcast is delicious. Oh, oh. Come on, Marco, <laughs> follow along for God's okay. sake. I For also God's want to sake, see again with the God, so much God. We can't let God go. We're all no, we with God. Uh, I also want to thank our listeners who have come and have been waiting. And I've received emails from people saying, when are you going to come? Because we, we had said yeah. after our last episode, we're just going to take a brief break. Yes. And, and so that. again, Joey Public, Joey Public would like to know, where have we been? Marco, uh, let me I'll let you answer that. First. Okay. Where so have what have you been doing? A lot of shit has happened, of course uh pandemic wise and whatnot and i had some issues in the family so we we there was some there was some things going on with my family um legal issues and a really distressing time for me and my family um so i needed a break and i said to ali i just i just can't i can't record i just can't and he's like brother it's all good figure yourself out so um i want to say something that's really kind of uh emotional. So I'm going to try to be really, um, not emotional about it. But when I was going through a really tough time, Ali sent me a picture of something that he got and he's like, Hey, what is this? I'm like, Oh my God, that's what I think it is. And the next day he shows up with it was a rash on my inner thighs. Yeah. And he shows up with this rash to me. No, he showed up to my house, rang the doorbell and he gave me two of, 
this fruit called pawpaws that um, I had been searching and, and going crazy trying to find, and I could never source them because they're only available for a short period of time. Listen to a back episode on pawpaws. I talk all about it, but he got pawpaws and he brought them to me. And uh, a gift as lovely as that I have not received in the longest time. And it was so well, helpful. Look, and I was so grateful for it. I'll share the emotion. You know, my mother passed away in 2021 and Marco and his wife, Amanda, were there for us in ways I can't describe. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've met anybody who um, who you'd want to be around in a bad situation more than you and your wife. So I think while our podcast where it faltered our relationship grew yes and we finally got to see each other huh yeah. i got to kiss your sweaty forehead um marco in the, in a sunny backyard is something to be seen huh he's really he, he brings a he brings like a, a a nice hawaiian shirt he's wearing a straw hat he's ready to mix drinks it's something to be seen and um i think i'm i'm really looking forward to that this summer coming up so we will also tell people, Marco, what this show is going to look like. Yeah. It's if you're a fan of eat and drink, it's going to look very similar. We are going to have mini episodes. We're going to have major episodes. We're going to have interviews. We are also going to have that segment called what's in Marco's mouth, but we're not going to have that for a little while until we're back in each other's company. And yeah. that, that seems to be, you know, impending. Yeah. Let us know what you want to see on this version of the podcast or this sort of redux. Um, our handles are going to be this podcast is delicious at Gmail as well. Twitter and Instagram will be this podcast is delicious to make things easy as well. Super simple. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Then have you gotten those domains already, buddy? I did. I got them. I, okay, great. I, I just couldn't remember the password. So I was, I was doing that when you were like, Hey Marco, I'm ready to record. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, sorry. I was trying to source the passwords <laughs> for that. So that's, that's what was going on there. You know, so just, can I just say one more thing about the pawpaws that you brought me? Oh yeah. Okay. So months later, I have a, a tree in my backyard and it's one of those trees. It's a Norwegian maple and I needed to get some branches cut because it's like half the tree is kind of like not doing so well. And it's like, I got to cut this. Otherwise it's going to land on my terrible neighbor's backyard and he is terrible, but, and, and so there could be problems. So we, I called in tree surgeons, right. And these four young guys who look like the lumberjacks show up and they're ready to cut the tree. And they, the interesting thing is they look kind of like modern day chefs. So tattoos everywhere, scraggly right. beards, hipster uh, arborists. Yeah. Hip hipster arborists. Like, you know, earrings in the in the eyebrow all that kind of stuff right and they're and they've got chainsaws and they've got harnesses and they and they just they, and they love trees and they were just telling talking to me about the tree and they were like here's the thing about the norwegian maple never get a manitoba maple because this is what happened they were just they just loved trees so they're like i was like okay they're up one guy pulled a short straw he had to climb the tree he had mm. to cut in the meantime i was like can i make you guys coffee right so i made them coffee and stuff right and it, it's not it's not inexpensive to get arborists to come and cut your tree in the city. It was really pricey, right? And so, you know, they did a great job. They cleaned up. And Amanda turns to me and goes, are we supposed to tip these five guys? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just spent. It was four guys a minute ago, by the way. I just, I don't want to check your stories, but like, I'm here listening. I'm here listening. So it was for somebody who's listening, maybe you could do us the favor of listening to yourself when you're speaking as well. And tell it was story. four young arborists and an old guy who had okay. been cutting trees. Oh, he, was he was just supervising. He was just there supervising, cigarette in his mouth, just kind of looking and just watching these young punks deal with trees, right? Okay. 
So I was like, you know, we've, we're paying through the nose for this. Are we supposed to tip these five guys? Right. And I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know, like this has already cost us quite a bit. And what do you tip five guys, 20 bucks each that, you know, and it was just oh, wow, kind yeah. of, I was kind of like, no, I don't think we do. I don't think you tip an arborist. I don't know in the scheme of, you know, who you tip, but yeah. I, I don't think arborist is up there. Right. So I was talking to the guys and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if this will work as a tip. And I start telling them about, about this pawpaw that I had. Right. And they're like, oh my God, pawpaws. He goes, I think I've seen one in my lifetime. And these are arborists. So for mm. them, it was a quest. Right. So then I'm like, um, I got some seeds. Do you want me to, do you guys want a seed? And the guys, and they all look at each other and they're like, who gets the seed? And the guy's like, I'll get the seed. And they're talking and they're like, I'll get the seed because my greenhouse and then I'll get seeds for you. And I'm like, oh my well, God. I can give you all a seed. And it was like, I gave them a thousand bucks each. They couldn't believe it. So I went and got the seeds that I got from your papa. And I had like, you know, a good 10 seeds, right. Or uh, maybe, maybe 15 seeds. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll give them, I'll give them four seeds. Cause the old guy didn't care. Right. So I was like, okay. And when I put it in their hand, it was like they, I don't know, like they were getting the Eucharist. If I can make another biblical reference or religious <laughs> re reference, they were so excited and they were like, I can't believe this. I can't believe it. They're like, we're going to have to cross the two. If, if I get a male and you get a female, we'll cross it and make sure. And they were like, they had their, oh my God. it was, and I never told you about this, but it was like, there wasn't a better tip you can give an arborist yeah, other sure, than pawpaw seeds. Buddy, I love it. You know, and this is. A lot of people have written in over the, the last few years telling about how Marco's stories are terrible and he needs to take a storytelling class and that kind of thing. That's a great story, man, because I remember your reaction when I gave you the pawpaws and the idea that you could sort of pay it forward on something that you treasured so much. And I gave it to you because, you know, I had three and I split one with my sons and they were like, yeah, it's okay. I go, no, that's not good enough. Okay. Yeah. I know a guy who is who has been going on about these things since the day I met him. So you kids just screwed up by saying it's, it's good. Good's not enough. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, entertain your average palates. I'm going to yeah. go give this to a guy who will appreciate it. And so I just remember your reaction and I love that you could pay that forward. That's so yeah. great. It was fantastic. Speaking of our fans, I just want to give a shout out to Laurel, Laurel K. I won't say her last name, but Laurel reached out to us and said, during the time that we weren't recording, when are you coming back? I don't know if you have this. But I re-listened to all the episodes and I took notes of all the episodes you said you were going to do that you haven't done yet. Because we'll yeah. often say we should do an, an episode Laurel, on X-Men. By the way, before anyone accuses Laurel of having no life, how dare you? That is a yeah. dedicated fan. Also, Laurel was pregnant, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, and I believe so. sort of yeah. housebound. She was yeah. housebound and she's like, well, I'm just going to do this. And we are eternally grateful to her because that really sets us on a, a great path for TPID. Yeah. This Thank you, Laurel, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for doing that work. Listen, we we need to get Laurel on the payroll because we need that kind of direction here. The thing is, we get very excited as we're talking and we yeah. just go, oh, my God, we just thought, you know, side note, we should do a totally we should do an episode on that. And then mm -hmm. uh, what we what we need is notebooks. We need a pen and paper yeah. beside us as we're talking, as we're talking a big game so that we actually do those things. But for now. For now, we have Laura, but Laura, we're not going to use you as a crutch. We're going to start taking note of the things we said. I know we've said that before, but this time it's real. Yes. Thank you, Laurel. I'm going to actually send Laurel an email saying, thank you. Our episode's going out and I want you to be the first to know. 
Yeah. Laurel might be like, J- leave me alone. I have a child. I don't care for you anymore. Things have changed in my life, but hopefully not. Hopefully no, she's no. Still Laurel's the type of person who had the child, so we'd have another fan. She's like, we need to get more <laughs> your numbers up. God, God love you, Laurel. Again, the God reference. Yes. Jesus love you, Laurel. I, I do want to say that, you know, you and I are often thinking about food and drink, and we'll often text each other or message each other when we find an article or something uh, that crosses our mind, or even advice. Like, I'll ask you, like, hey, what do you think of this restaurant? Remember you had recommended North and Navy in Ottawa? Oh, I'll never stop recommending them. Okay. When you think you can't love a restaurant more. So you recommended it to me. I went. Your buddy hooked me up. They couldn't take my Adam, reservation. F. Adam. Yeah. Oh, my, my friend Hassan. Hassan. My friend Hassan hooked up Marco. And then uh, Adam is the chef there who's fantastic. Yeah. So I couldn't get a reservation. Your buddy called got me a res- got me a reservation so undying love out to Hassan so then get this buddy so I take friends the next time I'm in Ottawa I take friends with me Daniela Vlaskalik you know Daniela sure and, her, do, of and, and her partner Joel and they just were like this is the best this isn't the best meal we've had you know in Canada possibly ever right so I was like feeling pretty grand because yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. you take people to a place and they love it right and, and it's like Oh, it's the place Marco took me, even though I had never heard of it. It wasn't for you, right? So when you think you can't love a restaurant more. So we all know what happened with this ridiculous trucker convoy in Canada, right? So did you see the article that came out? That I absolutely did, buddy. I absolutely did. North and Navy is offering free meals to some Ottawa heroes. And before anybody's mind goes, wait a minute, yeah. the protesters? No. No. The counter protesters, but the hero, the superstars of the counter protesters. And and you, you know, the list, you know who they are? No, no, I don't. One of them is balcony guy. Okay. Yes. Uh, Now infamous. He yelled at people from a balcony as they were like, we got freedom. And he was like, shut up. Shut up. Shut your dumb, stupid mouths. None of you matter. Nothing you're doing matters. All you're doing is annoying people. And he ripped into them. Like, I don't know if he rehearsed that or what, but it was perfect. It was, if, it, if that was unscripted, it was amazing. Yeah. And it was a very angry Ottawa resident speaking on behalf of all Ottawa residents to say, like, shut up. And nothing describes how stupid those people were more than what's happening in the Ukraine yeah. right now. People who are Russians in Russia are protesting at actual risk of their health. They will be, you know, incarcerated absolutely if the if the authorities get their hands on them and these guys you know they're stupid anyway it was so there's balcony guy there is also uh pots and pans guy who <laughs> yes. was a guy who was yes. he was yes. annoying the truckers by like <laughs> he's great um zexy is it zexy lee there's another woman that there's right. a, i think angry grandma yes uh who stood up and stood in front of some of the trucks anyway it's to be looked up. Yeah. Please look up North and Navy if you're in Ottawa. Uh, book ahead of time because they have spread the love in such a way that it is really coming back yeah. to them. And they had to be closed for a few weeks, right? They were so close to the protest that they had to be closed. So we're very happy they're back. Uh, I'm a big fan of of Adam, his entire crew, yeah. and, and everything they do in that restaurant. The Bistecca Fiorentina is something to be had no messing around. The front of house too. I have to give huge credit to the because the, the back of house, the chef and everyone who prepares the food is they're just hands, hands, ha- golden hands. But the way they treat you from the moment you walk in there, 
from the sommelier, from the uh, you know maitre d to the to the servers, you you. I have not been treated better anywhere, so I just need to sh- shout them out as well. Yeah, yeah it's a great that's place. That's great. And listen, hey, you can protest all you want. I don't have a problem with that at all. I will say for our international listeners, most Canadians were not for this weird convoy thing. But here's the thing. If you're going to protest, then you protest. Don't bring your truck. Don't bring a jumbo jet. If I want to protest something, I'm not going to get a jumbo jet, drive it to in front of wherever you are and block all the traffic and, and, and cause disruption like that. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. I will also say that, and, and not a lot of people talk about that, it was it was pretty unfair to truckers, yeah. given that truckers, I think it, it was either 91 or 90, somewhere between 91 and 93% of truckers yes. are vaccinated. Yeah. And that is higher than the Canadian average, which is already in the 80s. Right. So the vast majority of truckers did not support this. Like there was no, there were no like empty shelves for three weeks. It's not like all the truckers stopped working. Right. The vast, vast majority of them continued to work as they do. They have an incredible work ethic and all that. So this was very unfortunate that it made the truckers all look like, um, you know, entitled pieces of garbage. But anyway, there are... People in this country, and and unfortunately, a lot of them funded by by external American sources, and um, you know, there's there's money in in division, yeah, and there's uh, you know, if Donald Trump has told us anything, yeah. so there's uh, and and unfortunately, there are forces trying to you know stoke this sort of fear mongering and all that, but but Look, uh, for those of you from outside of Canada, this is still a great country, and those yeah. of you who live in this country, you know that. Yeah, and and we love truckers. I have truckers in my family. I have quite a few uh, relatives, close relatives who are truckers. And like you said, their majority of them are vaccinated, doing the work. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't have this podcast if it weren't for them bringing food at all times of the year for us. So a big shout out to the truckers who uh, have been vaccinated and continue to work and not try to um, cause an occupation of our capital and other cities. So thank you to all of them. You mentioned the Ukraine. I want to send a shout out and our love to them and uh, a shout out to their national dish, which is borscht. And uh, that's that's what I want to say there. There's not much more I can say that's going to be. No, there's not much more you can yeah. say right now. Um, at some point, and it might be from what I'm hearing weeks or months from now, mm-hmm. um, there will hopefully be something to celebrate yeah. uh, for, for the Ukrainians. And that's when we'll have a borscht episode. There you go. And um, I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, this has been fairly positive, even in our negative, we've been fairly positive, but there is something that came across your radar that hurt you as a human being. And this is, I mean, this is real Marco. People were wondering, Hey, maybe Marco's different now after the rebrand, maybe he's, he's not different. And you're going to about, you're going to hear that in a second. He's still the same, uh, bitter, angry, spiteful human being. And, uh, Marco, you sent me this article and I had seen it earlier that same day. And in my in the back of my head, I was like, I wonder how Marco would feel about something like that. So why don't you explain um, the lowest moment of your last your last few weeks? Okay, so you know, a lot of stuff's going on. Friends of mine getting COVID. Uh, you know, I haven't seen my mother in a while. Issues going on. All this stuff stuck in the house. You know, trying to find little bits of glory. And then I come across an article from Food and Wine magazine. And I'm usually a huge fan of Food and Wine. Don't get me wrong. But a couple of days ago, Maria Yagoda writes this article called Why Coffee Experts Think You Should Scrape the Crema Off Your Espresso. And already, 
I see fault in that because a coffee expert wouldn't tell you to do that. No. Why coffee assholes would want you to to scrape the crema off your espresso. Now, what what's said in this article is that these so-called experts are telling you when you get an espresso in a bar and you get that beautiful, light brown, frothy crema that's on top of your espresso, you're supposed to scrape it off and drink the espresso without the crema because supposedly the crema adds bitterness to it and you don't get the full flavor of the espresso if the crema is there. And how did you feel when you read this about certain coffee experts? If I had a little doll, I would show you on the doll where I was affected by reading this article, okay? And then you would show me another doll, which would be the coffee experts, and then you would tear the head off that doll repeatedly. Okay. Everything about this is wrong. Everything about this is ridiculous to my Italian sensibilities and my love of coffee. If anyone's a a coffee expert, I'm going to put myself up there. If these these people consider themselves coffee experts and they're espousing this kind of bullshit, then I'm a coffee expert, having made thousands and thousands of coffees for people and drank thousands and thousands of coffee. Amanda even said to me, she goes, how old were you? You talk about drinking coffee as a kid. And I'm like, yeah, I used to drink cafe latte as a kid. Well, maybe I was six years old. And she's like, your parents used to give you coffee at that age? I'm like, yeah, it was warm milk. And they had to flavor it with a just little bit of coffee because they were having coffee. So I've been drinking coffee. For- it stunted his growth, by the way. In case yeah. you're wondering, Marco is four foot two. I just and it was to- worth every <laughs> inch that I did not grow. Okay. Let me just say that. Drinking coffee, drinking espresso is about alchemy. Okay. It's not about this other bullshit. If you, if you don't like the crema because it adds bitterness and it, it does not add bitterness. I take issue with that. It adds texture. If you don't like that, then rather than scrape the crema off espresso, you need to get yourself another fucking drink. You need to get yourself a cappuccino or a latte or go to a fucking Tim Hortons and get yourself a drip coffee or some bullshit version of a fucking Bodum coffee. You don't drink espresso. If you have a problem with the crema, you then that tells you that the espresso is not for you for fuck's sakes. That's what it says. You know, it'd be like, you know, you can appreciate a beer better if you take if you take a stick and fucking thrash it in the beer so all the bubbles are gone because a flat beer tastes better than a beer that has a bit of body to it. To me, it sounds the same fucking way. You know what? The Mona Lisa would be better if we plumped up her lips and gave her a fucking lip job. No, you don't do that, man. You don't do that. The crema also offers texture. And the reason I say it's alchemy is that if the espresso is not sweet enough for your palate, then you should determine how much sugar you put in that espresso. And the beauty of it, and I'm sure Jenna Rena has her hands in the air right now because she she would I, I would bet I would bet good money that she would believe this too. You add the sugar onto the crema that you need for the coffee to be, to work for your palate, and watching that sugar be suspended on the crema before it falls into the espresso for you to stir it is a thing of glory. And I want to add this. These assholes in this article, I bet sip espresso like it's fucking tea. And espresso is not tea. Espresso is supposed to give you that visual moment, the beauty of the color, the crema on top, that visualization of if you put sugar on it, how it gets suspended, the quick stir, and then you fucking down it back. Hence the name espresso, espresso, quick. It's a quick coffee drink. Then it hits your mouth, your tongue, your palate, and you get the flavors of the coffee and sweetness if you add sugar or the sweetness of the beans itself. 
Some are a darker roast or a smokier roast. Some have a nutty flavor. Some have a chocolatey flavor. All right. End of story. Full stop. That's where I land. Okay. I can guarantee you that that's not the end of the story with Marco. Uh, he likes to say end of story. That will li- live on, linger on, fester on for a long time. While we give Marco time for that vein that's bulging out of his neck to come down, I do want to say you mentioned Jenny Arena. Uh, for new listeners to the show, that is a friend of our show who's also uh, Italian, who's also quite a purist, who also loves food to its fullest. She is especially uh, gifted in the world of uh, of desserts, and uh, and we love her. So we mention her from time to time. And uh, as we're talking about um, you know you know women who uh, deserve to be recognized, I just want to say that. You mentioned Maria Yagoda, and it almost sounded like you were also lumping her in no. with these coffee experts. But I will say at the end of her article in Food & Wine, she says, I'm still undecided as to how I'll take my espresso shots in the future. While unpleasant on its own, the dry bitter- bitterness of the crema, I know you don't like it bitter, the dry bitterness of the crema makes up part of coffee's identity. Mm-hmm. And Meister may have put it best in her article. She quotes an article uh, from this uh, this other author, Meister. As with whiskey watered down too much, would espresso be as delicious or as fun without the bitter burn? So some people uh, celebrate this bitterness. You deny its existence. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you, but there are plenty pe- plenty of people who uh, who are not siding with these coffee experts. And uh, part of me wonders if it's just uh, clickbait that you fell for uh, hook, line, and sinker. No, it's food and wine. It's in food and wine. It's not some from some Russian bot that wants to piss me off and wreck my day. My friend, there's there's clickbait and there's clickbait. Sometimes it's still uh, glorified clickbait. Sometimes they're also like, you know what? Why don't we write this? You know, our national our national papers, the Toronto Star and the Globe and Mail, sometimes also have opinion pieces uh, by the editor that are like, what kind of maniac would espouse this position? And sometimes you go, oh, okay, they're just trying to get a conversation going. And it's clickbait-ish oh, in see. nature. Well, yeah. Well, it, if it, if that was the case, it really pissed me off. I was pissed yeah. off for a day. I still am pissed off about it. I I don't fault Maria, although Maria, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. You're still deciding whether the crema, whether you should sit at a bar with a little fucking spoon and take out the crema and put it on the fucking saucer and look like an asshole. You're deciding that. You're deciding that. Come on, add some fucking sugar. Maybe that'll take the bitterness away. All right. Certainly not going to take the bitterness away from me. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm hoping this doesn't make us lose listeners. I'm hoping people are not like, you know, this podcast wasn't as delicious as advertising. This this podcast was bitter and angry, uh, at times infantile, at times aggressive. Um, But we hope that you agree that, um, like the espresso itself, you know, it has different parts and different identities, and some parts of it are uh, a little have a little bit of a burn to them, and other parts are nice and smooth and easy. Listen, That's I brought the bitter. You can bring the sweet or the smooth. I don't know. Like I'll leave I know, that to I you. Know, I know. Listen, you got to shoulder. Did. You got to shoulder that. God. I oh, just. Man. I hope uh, this is the problem. Like if we were in face to face. You know, I could give you a hug and I right. could, you know, sort of caress your beard or something. Whatever mm. makes you feel nice after uh, after uh, after somebody hurt you. But um, but as it stands, you'll have to go seeking out your wife for uh, for some mm. 
for some tenderness right now. Um, but as far as, you know, uh, listeners, this was an episode to welcome them back. And I yes. just want to get that. I want to refocus on that. And in a way, that is what we're doing. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, while I'm, I'm making a little bit of fun of Marco, there are things that I am equally passionate about sure. that come up where I just can't hold my tongue and I get very, very angry. And uh, that's what this is. This is about um, passion and uh, and food and uh, at the end of the day deliciousness and so we're starting off this new rebranded season and we're uh, we're very healthy uh, very happy we're healthy we're healthy it's a mix of help and healthiness yes we're very healthy to welcome you along on this journey with us and uh, we hope you're here for the long haul indeed and like i said if you have a suggestion or something you want to hear just hit us up this podcast is delicious gmail or on our um social media and we will do our best to, to to at least mention it all right yeah well that is our first episode of this podcast is delicious i love saying it it it, it just rolls off the tongue it's the exact right name for us yeah. and uh and uh sometimes you know it'll be high energy and uh sometimes it'll be uh, you know curiosity filled and sometimes it'll be educational but yes every single time you tune in you, our aim is that you will be entertained and you will learn something. I think and, it's a uh, yeah. I think it's a better title than Jesus likes to eat, which was number two in our rebranding. And we're like, I, I think we're going to still run into the same problem if we call it Jesus likes to eat. So, the second coming of eat and drink also was uh, was rejected by the board. Yeah. yeah. No, this is great. Thank you so much for uh, for being here for the first episode. We'll see you again next week, same time, same place, which is. Anytime and any place. That's the beauty of podcasts. And uh, that's it. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. You've been listening to This Podcast is Delicious. We'll see you again soon.